So do you want to see what I've brought in my bag for us to drink? Oh, oh, to drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because we're having like a, a sober episode today. Oh, good. <laughs> You're like, it was for me anyway. But... Every, everyone is for me anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> I was really trying to look for Nosecco, so I feel like this is going to be absolutely disgusting. Oh, no, because I like Nosecco. So do I. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, a zero alcohol. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh wow! Alcohol free. I I don't think I've ever had anything like that. Okay, cool. Let's try. I it. mean, let's try it. Yeah. Should we pretend that it popped? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I trust <laughs> things where you have to unscrew them. Um. Yeah. But, well, I mean, we'll give it a go. I think the thing with that misses with the. the alcohol-free versions of things that normally have booze in is that kick in the back of your throat that's what's always missing so i feel like the the nosecco though tastes exactly the same yeah it does it's yeah. re- it's a really really close match okay um ready should we cheers yeah okay out of our it's, mugs a yeah. mug of alcohol-free wine we yeah. really are turning it up aren't we <laughs> <laughs> okay That's good. That's all right, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's not actually bad. Is that from Tesco? Yeah, that one is. Oh my God, that tastes like wine. And I did actually get It tastes like, like crap wine, but it tastes like wine. <laughs> I did actually get a... Uh... Oh, you got yourself a little smoothie too. Oh, well, I got it for both of us. I was, oh. like, I was like, if the wine is horrible, we can have some like, a nice little like... Smoothie. Know, it's not like, it's <laughs> like a cocktail, but like a mocktail almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look at all the drinks that we've got out. We've both got a, a, an energy drink the size of our head. There's a bottle of water, a bottle of wine and a bottle of smoothie. Yeah. Wow. Let's go crazy. Let's get lit. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's such a nice change to be sober on the podcast. Yeah, you do like a little bevy, don't you, Dil? It just, it's like what you said before, it just reaches a turning point. Yeah, there's something with you, like I said, there's something with you where your eyes glaze over and you're just not quite as articulate as you usually are because you're very sharp. We're really yeah. similar in, in our sharpness yeah. and you lose your sharpness. Well, even when I was listening back to the last episode and more specifically the one before that, I would just come out with like these these jokes that were like a bit too far off the mark. Yeah, or... they were like nearly there. Yeah. Nearly there. Yeah. yeah. And they also weren't coming out correctly either. No, and then it's a kind of like you're laughing at them because you know what the intention was, but nobody else does. <laughs> you were having a lovely time though, darling. <laughs> lovely time. Oh my God, till me and Mark uh, broke out <laughs> into our... Oh yeah, you and Mark had a little Barney on the last one, didn't you? We did, yeah. I had to cut that out. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think I saved that though. I like to think that I was the pioneer of the uh, of that of that part of the conversation. <laughs> oh right, you mean you saved that segment of the episode? Yeah, because I think because otherwise it was almost like it was just going to be the end of the episode, wasn't it? It felt so tense. Well, it was just going to be me, you, and James talking, and I was exactly just, I just cut Mark out. Yeah. Oh well, I'm glad that we um we got to keep Mark involved in the conversation for our <laughs> Halloween special. Oh my god, have I told you that I'm going to um regression therapy next week oh my goodness really yeah, isn't that like a form of hypnosis yeah well okay tell me about it i am so excited i'd never heard about this before and i'm quite a, i'm quite a spiritual person yeah um so i would have thought that i'd have just come across it at some point and i had had a date with a guy and he mentioned it mm-hmm. 
And the way he explained it to me is that basically you go there, they hypnotize you, mm-hmm. in you go and see who you were in a past life. Sure. And then when you come back into this life, like all your shit is just solved. <laughs> really? So you're hoping that you being a milkmaiden in the 1800s will <laughs> s- solve you being a messy, sloppy queen. <laughs> I'm not even going with the intention of like seeing myself as being messy or sloppy because I don't, I know once I have a drink, I can be like that. But sure. again, I don't drink every day. It's more just to think sometimes I can be like, I can get in such a negative mindset Yeah. that, you know, I just think, oh, this isn't me. You know, as well, I was, um, I was listening to something the other day about ancestral trauma and it's basically like um, they did this study with mice years ago where they would um, give them the scent of a cherry blossom flower and when the mouse would sniff that scent, it would be electrocuted. They would electrocute the mice every time the smell was there. You told me this one, the one with Jade, right? I don't know. And then their babies are scared of the smell of it. it. They still feel it. Yeah. So some things that we have, I think, are given to us by genetics. Well, do you believe it? That was so well remembered. That conversation with Jade was like six months ago. Wow. I I remember you saying it to me because I was like shocked by it the first time around. I was like, as if they can still, they're still sensitive to the smell. Yeah. Um, Do you believe in reincarnation or past lives? Um, I mean, the jury's out. I, I really, really don't know. I don't, I don't specifically think that it's true or untrue. Um, I don't really know where I sit, like kind of on that like spiritual spectrum, because I feel more connected to there being something greater than me. But what that is, I, do, I don't really know. I just, um, yeah, I think, it, I, I I think it's just like the one thing that everything's got in common is just being a bloody good person and not being a cunt. So, I mean. So, providing everything's going lovely time, YOLO. Well, I'm really <laughs> excited. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like it's a bit like just a trip where I don't have to get high. Sure, yeah. <laughs> have you ever done DMT or ayahuasca? No. I have. Have you? Yeah, I did DMT years ago. Yeah, have about, you? I want to say two or three years ago. Um, probably more three years ago, actually, because it was in my old, old house. Um, yeah, I did, I did DMT with jo- Joanna. Joanna Lendinium. Did you? Yeah, because Joanna smoked DMT. But, okay, so anyone who doesn't know, DMT is the active ingredient in ayahuasca, which is um, a really ancient spiritual connection, like tea that they... Hallucinogenic. Uh, it's a hallucinogenic, and everybody who does it has a very similar experience, and they connect to the um, this female voice, and it's like you venture into the other realms of of um like consciousness it's it's bonkers but there's huge forums about it and people really do experience very similar things and and um you have huge realizations about your life joanna did dmt and it turned her vegan um made her give up drugs made her give up alcohol and sent her on this huge spiritual journey and it changed her whole life. Wow. And then she, she called me and she said, I've experienced something that's changed my life and I want to share it with you. 
and I think that you would really benefit from it. And I was thinking like, oh my God, it sounds like you're trying to get me into Scientology or something. (laughs) (laughs) So she came round. It was a little bit sketchy because it was Joanna in my bedroom with a crack pipe full of DMT. That didn't feel great. No, it wasn't like a shaman in the woods. No, it definitely (laughs) wasn't that. Although Joanna was crying when she was doing it because she was so happy to be sharing it with me. You know what she's like. She's a bit heavy dippy. Um, Funnily enough, when you said it, I was just picturing like you guys in like... A desert in Ibiza. Oh no, we were in a, a, my bedroom with a couple of candles lit. Yeah. Um, Joanna was crying and then started doing yoga poses whilst I was under. I woke up; she was in downwards dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, um, I was told before I did it, go into the experience with kind of like um a conscious. Um, point of doing it like go in trying to work something out about your life intention with an intention yeah Yeah. like what do you want to get out of this experience and I really wanted to know why I'm in like a constant mental battle with my body like in my and not relating to gender but like I always feel fat I always pick myself apart and just hate my body I always have as long as I remember I hate my body even as a kid yeah And I wanted to know why, and I just was hoping that I could go in and then come out of it on the other side. And I did. I can well, kind of. I connected through to this female voice um, that I understood her just to refer to her as the divine, and um, and she basically told me that I had come at too young of an age to be able to understand the purpose of it. She told me to come back in a couple of years. <laughs> she told me to come back when my years have passed. And then um, she showed me what my um, what my soul looked like. And it was a bar of white light. I was going to say, was it black? <laughs> no. Do you know what it was? It was a bar of white light with black things circulating it, like little black dots circulating it. And she told me that the things that were black were the things that I was scared and worried about and that I need to remember that they are all external to me. Okay. And that nothing can ever penetrate my light. And then she kept telling me that I have to learn to love myself. That's what she kept saying over and over again. You have to love yourself. Um, And then right towards the end of my experience, she... um, I could feel this male energy. I I knew as soon as I as I met her that my my soul was 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 female. I knew it. Like I've known all along, which was yeah, so like yeah. affirming to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And then I, there was a male energy near me, and I said, "What is this?" To her, and she said, um, "That's your twin flame, and when you find him, you have to love him." Um, it was like really, really like emotional, and I and I, as I was kind of coming out of it, it was like I could feel my body very external to me, but I could feel that my physical body was crying, but it was like disconnected from me, and then I it was like I fell back into my body, and I was just crying and crying. It was such an emotional experience. It was really crazy. You should do DMT or ayahuasca. Well, I think I'm going to start with the regression therapy. Yeah, first. start with that. <laughs> but it does look good, though. I watched a couple of people doing it on YouTube and things, and they're like, the girl will be watching it, and she'll be like, the therapist will say, "What are you doing?" And she'll she'll go, "I'm running." She's like, "Who are you running from?" She, the aristocracy. 
<laughs> oh, fabulous. I wonder yeah. who you will have been. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. When, when, you, when are you doing this? Monday. <gasps> really soon. So soon. I'm so excited. I can't remember if I paid for it or not. <laughs> Sorry. Is it expensive? Do you mind me asking? Uh, this one was 180. Wow, that is expensive. I don't think it's that expensive, but it's, this one's for two and a half hours, which I almost feel is like too long. <laughs> like an hour and a half, I'm like, cool, I'm done. Two and a half hours of... I don't, of it, past life therapy. It will just be like half an hour probably explaining a load of shit to you and then maybe like... Sure, sure. I mean, hour. yeah, I suppose 180, but what does that work out to be? Like like, like 85 pounds an hour or something like that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Are you nervous? No. No, not That's at all. Good. I can't wait. Because again, I've kind of gone in with like certain intentions and things. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So That's so exciting. That. Uh, what else has been uh, going on? I was, gonna, I was just about to say, I've been talking to any boys. <laughs> <laughs> One moody boy in particular. <laughs> um, what's been going on? Um, I've just been, I feel like I'm just like manically busy all yeah, the time. I feel like I'm trying, because obviously, you know, like I run the charity. I do my own stuff as well. Um, and, I'm just, and, I, and I go to my recovery meetings and do my step work and all of that. So I just like, I feel like every minute of my day is accounted for at the moment. Um, and I don't really like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to learn to say no to things. Um, I've been learning recently that I, I'm too, way too much of a people pleaser. Yeah. I, I have to stop people pleasing. I have to stop saying yes to people. Yeah. Um, and, and as well, not even like just saying yes. Like I have to learn to not give people the expectation, put their expectations on me. And I need to just say like, no, I'm not going to do that. Rather than just be like, oh, can we touch base later or, or whatever it is. Like if I don't want to do something, just say fuck off. Sure. But I think as well when it's... I've I've gone through that where I'm like I have to stop being such a fucking people pleaser. Yeah. And I've had friends who have had to do it too. Yeah. And I don't think I really do it that much anymore. But what, I, say yes to people. No, but I'll just I'll be honest about it. But yeah. I'll do it in like like a real friendly way. So I might I might even say like oh look do you know what I just say say I'm cancelling on the plans or something. I would just say do you know what look I I really don't feel like coming. Yeah. Rather than or and you know. You can say things in a certain way and they come across differently. Like I have another friend who has gone through this too. But now when she kind of says no to people, she does it in that very affirmative, no, I'm not going to do that. And it's like, okay, it, like you can stay, say no. And, you can still be polite. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll have an issue with politeness, but I just don't want to do it anymore. I just don't want to. I, I what, say, what kind of things is it in particular? All sorts of shit, baby. Whether mine's it's fucking, my family. Oh, is it? I wish. No, mine oh. are a million miles away. Mine is like mine is like doing ten other people's guesting on ten other podcasts or modelling for something that's that's like just for the benefit of somebody else or um, bloody uh, I just all sorts of things, projects yeah. and and just stuff all the time and it's driving me mad yeah. also as well like um i get a lot of of um like hey we'd love to do a sponsored post with you from brands and stuff like that i say that's the one thing that i've re i'm really really learning to say no to anything that i don't actually want to do because I've said yes to loads of them in the past. And then here I am talking about fucking eyelash gel or something. And I'm just like, I don't care about this. Like, why am I doing this? So um, I'm only, I'm trying to only say yes now to things that I 
actually do want to do and actually help people with. Yeah, okay. What about if it was like an eyelash gel that you actually used and you loved? Maybe. Then? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But like, this is what I mean. Like, I'm only saying yes to the ones that I want. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, that's what that's what's currently going on at the minute. I'm you just have to, you're, you're in demand, honey. You have to pick and choose. What can I say? There's just not enough of me to, to go, go around. around. <laughs> um, what about you? What have you been up to? Um, do you know what? Not a lot. No? I've... um. I haven't been on any dates since I last came on the podcast, but I have been talking to just loads of boys. Have you? From where? To, um, to the point where some sometimes one of them will message me and I'm like, oh, I forgot I was talking to you. I can't actually <laughs> keep track. <laughs> really? How many people would you average it out? If you had to guess and tell me how many people you've currently been talking to, how many would you say? Seven. Okay. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. In my head, I, I thought you were going to say like 23, 24. No, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> now I feel pathetic. No, 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 don't. <laughs> I remember when I used to be on all the apps years ago and I used to have to save people's names and not just their name, but also like a descriptive way of knowing how I'd started spoken to them and maybe something about them. Yeah. Like, and I would have people saved to my phone as as like... Matt Gary Grinder, bodybuilder, yeah, yeah. and like a little rugby ball to let me know that he also plays rugby. Yeah, just because yeah. otherwise I wouldn't have a fucking clue. No, because you get to a certain point where you've got Gary Grinder, Gary Grinder two, Gary yeah. Grinder, and you're like, which one is Gary from Grinder? Totally. And when I when I wanted to get rid of all of the Grinder Grinder phone numbers off my phone, um, like over a year ago. I um I just typed in grinder on my uh, on my search list and there was all of these men yeah. saved as something grinder yeah <laughs> and then I had to do Tinder Hinge Bumble fucking Happen and all of the others that yeah. I've done over the years um so isn't it funny that all those people you've spoken to like they've got isn't it they've gone off and lived their life yeah, yeah. isn't it so crazy to think there were all of these men between the two of us we've probably spoken to thousands of men over the years easily thousands easily and just to think that there are thousands of people that at one point in time we've actually been deep like in com- actually on our mind yeah. yes yeah. yes isn't that mad that's crazy yeah Absolutely crazy yeah like i think about all those men that i've spoken to or Men that I went on out for drinks with or whatever, like I there was times in my life where I was going on like five dates a week, yes, like and I was like, you remember, I was busy with the dating, and I look back and I'm like, all of those men are just out in this city somewhere, just living their life. It's so weird, so bizarre. It is really weird. It's like an existential moment. Yeah, and do you know what though? Sometimes people will just pop up in the strangest places, and you go like, oh my god, I totally forgot about you. I had um. <coughs> this trans girl messaged me on Instagram recently and she was like, um, oh, I've set up this this um bar and live music place in this part of London. I'd love you to I'd love you to help me promote my venue, please. Rah, rah, rah. And I clicked on her and I was like, first of all, I was like, not interested because I don't want to be a bar promoter anyway. I don't want to push drinky things on anyone. Yeah. Um, but then as I looked at her profile, I was like, who is that man? And then I realised she was married, and then I realised who the guy was, and it was somebody who I dated about six years ago. And it was funny that I even remembered him, but the reason I remembered him is because he was such a cunt. (gasps) He was horrible, horrible man. And um, and I messaged her back, and this is one of these times where I've just had to teach myself to be honest. And I messaged her back, and I said, I'm very sorry... 
I'm sober, so I won't be able to promote your bar. And also, your husband is vile and was awful to me when I was a bit younger. So, um, if you need an expl- get out, Jade. If you need an explanation of that, you can ask him and send him my picture of what I look like now. <laughs> Good. Do you know what? This is almost a bit okay. It's not quite the same, but somebody emailed me recently. Yeah. To collaborate with them to promote their clothing line. Oh, I already know who this is. And I'm like, oh, who? I don't think you know him. Oh, okay. No. I was thinking, because I know somebody who just started one, and I thought it was somebody that we both know anyway. No, he's from New York. Oh, then no, don't worry. Right, so this guy messaged me. Hi, Anthony. Long time, no speak. Bloody blah, blah, blah. Can you help me promote and collaborate, whatever, for this clothing line? We actually met in New York yeah. and I was out one day and we'd met in a bar and he was very forward and had come over and asked for, for my number. And then we had been texting throughout the day and he wanted me to go over to his... Like, Americans are good like that, aren't they? And being quite forthcoming. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, me too. And just wanted me to come over like after the club. and Nush I, him off. Basically. Yeah, got it. And I'm kind of like putting it off and putting it off because... I was just having fun. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to go. I didn't want to leave the club. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, anyway, long story short, I ended up going over. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> was he fit? He was. He was fit. Well, but I'd met him anyway. Yeah, I so, know. But uh, like, was he fit? Like, is he? Was he like worth it? Was it? Do you have a good time? Well, so this is then what happened. Did he poop on you? No, no, oh. no. no. <laughs> It was a weird situation because he had been begging me to come over. And then at the very last minute, I'm like, okay, fine, I'm going to come over. And then he suddenly was like, oh, uh, you know, I've just I've just put dinner on or whatever. I don't know. And so then I was there for like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Maybe a bit less. Yeah. But basically, as we're getting down to it, he's just like not really getting hard. Right. And then... Uh, was kind of kind of like excused himself, so I just felt like I had to leave. What? Yeah, it was a very much like a. Well, it doesn't really look like this is working, so we'll just leave this here as it is. That, okay, right. Oh, you know, like when somebody goes soft on you, you never know what it is. So immediately, I'm like, oh my god, is it me? I don't know if it's me. Did he have someone else round here before I got here? Like, because there was a gap in between our messages. I thought, oh, maybe he just oh. hooked up with someone else. Before. Oh, I had a wank. Yeah, maybe. Okay, right. Yeah, okay, get. Okay. So anyway, I'm not I'm not taking it that personally. Do you know what I mean? I just get my shit and leave. Yeah. See him like a week later. Yeah. And he just completely ignores me. Stop that like, now. Not even a, you're right, just completely ignores me. No. So now I'm like, do I want to help you promote your absolutely clothing brand? Not. No. Absolutely not. No. No. Oh my goodness. Do you know what? As well, it's those stories that stay with you. You think like things like that really stay, especially things like a guy not being able to get hired or anything like that. Do you know what? If I'm completely honest, that's kind of similar to that story about that guy. Only what happened with him, with the one that was married to the trans girl. Mm. So basically, I'd been on three dates with him, about three. I'd really, really liked him really liked him like intellectually really felt like i connected with him yeah again i reminded this is years ago maybe maybe six years ago yeah um so i had been out a third day been at a restaurant with him near my my old house gone home with him took him home obviously tonight's the night (laughs) i'd gone 
to the bathroom. I said, oh, I'll be, I'll be back in a sec. I went to the bathroom. Took the shower head off. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Did you? No, I, I, I went for a swift... <laughs> I went for a swift little douche. Wait, did you? Yeah. Using what? Um, a bulb. Oh, wait, but you were at his house? No, my house. Oh, I, f- I thought you me, me walking around with a travel a travel adapter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you'd taken the head off the shower. <laughs> no, do you know what I always used to do with that? If I was going to go and stay at somebody else's house, I would just take a bottle of water. I'd pick up a sports cap bottle of Evian on the way. I cannot. Yeah. Does it work? A sports cap bottle of Evian. Yeah, yeah. think about the little, little yeah, um, spout. Yeah. yeah, you just pop that on your hoop and up <laughs> it goes. Lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I popped into my bathroom to give myself a little bulb or two. Um, I was in there no more than five minutes. Okay, came back out, walking down towards my bedroom, open my door. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. And I'm like, wait, what? Think maybe he's gone to the kitchen to get himself a drink. No, he'd left my house whilst I was in the bathroom. And then I tried to call him. He had, this is within a minute and a half. He'd already blocked my number. (gasps) He'd already blocked me on everything. I called him for my work phone. He picked up. I said, what the fuck? He hung up, blocked my work phone on everything. And I never heard from him again. What the fuck? And that stuck with me. Well, that fucking. And I still, I still want to know. Yeah, of course. I still want to know why he left. And then, so when I saw him and his wife have built some shithole bar in North London (laughs) that's got ugly fucking decor, and I just thought, wow, look at your life. (laughs) 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 And his wife's a munter too, if she's listening. You built your crack den. Now go serve your drinks in it. Exactly. Yeah, and I've heard along the grapevine that he's an awful person to like people in the community and stuff and i'm like i'm telling you now that was a fucking lucky escape because you're not holding back on the tea today i never do darling she brings it to you every ball every ball do you know what i actually had a similar story i feel like this podcast is literally gonna end up being like three hours long the one where we just got rejected all the time (laughs) (laughs) okay tell me uh so this there i there was this guy i've met him in grand canary the first year yeah Never fancied somebody so much in my entire life. I was like 19 years old. He was like this big muscly guy. Not even really my type, but he was just so... Yeah, you don't like him huge, do you? No, but he was quite big. But his face was just so beautiful to me. Sure. And uh, we had flirted like the first time around, spoken a little bit uh, in between. And then the following year when I'd gone again, we'd already talked about how we were going to hook up. Okay. And I'd seen him uh, on, on... Wait, did you hook up the first time? No. Right, okay, you just saw each other. Yeah, so I have, I've sure. literally got full-blown, like, fanny flutter with excitement about meeting him. And, okay. And I'm just, like, bowling through the Yumbo Centre one night, see him, and then he's just, he grabs me and, like, starts kissing me and things, but it's all just a little bit, like, too aggressive and just, just out of character for him. Was he off his tits? I don't know. Because people can get a little bit in... in a yeah. little bit aggressive and stuff on certain drugs, can't they? Yeah. I'm still not really sure. Okay, sure. So he basically was like, right, let's go. Let's go now. And I'm yeah. like, it's like 9pm. I'm wearing a matching outfit with my friend. If I leave, then my friend <laughs> is just in a basketball outfit on his own. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, bye girl, love ya. 
<laughs> you did? You ditched yeah. your friend? Yeah, of course. Oh, you little slag. No, but this was like my dream guy, wasn't it? Did your friend understand that? Yeah, of course. Okay. He's very understanding in, in that respect. Who was it? Which friend? Uh, my Nick. Do you know Okay, Nick? yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Nick, yeah. So I, anyway, long story short, again, get back, have sex, whatever. Then I can't remember if it was immediately after the sex or partway through the night, but I've suddenly come over with this wave of nausea, gone into the toilets, and I'm like throwing up in the toilets violently. Okay. And I think I'd like locked my... I don't know. I don't know if the door was locked or not. But anyway, I literally woke up in the bathroom and he was gone. And I was, I was like, how could you leave me being sick? After I've known yeah. you for a year. I've known you for a year and you couldn't even make sure. It was just so disrespectful. Yeah, that's mental. So disrespectful. Okay, so let's, that that is, he's trash. But let's stop talking about all the times that we're resentful of man. <laughs> this this episode is going to be called Resentments. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you want to talk about the election or not really? Sure. Yeah? Sure, yeah. So yeah, obviously the election is still going on. It's by the time this comes out, we there will be. A, I was going to say there will be a new president, but there might not be. But there, there should be. Well, I mean, to, what what date are we on today? To, date of recording Friday the sixth of November, and it's four p.m. And he's just taken the lead in Pennsylvania, and they've got a ninety-six percent count rate just before we started recording, which basically means he's won. Yeah. Yeah. It means that they've got four. Woo! Congratulations! There is like a whole like legal proceeding for them to go to go through now that Trump's going to try and sort to, to try and force, but he keeps saying that he's going to take it to the Supreme Court. But basically, what has to ha- the American election is mental. The way it all has to happen with the electoral system and all of that is bizarre. It's fucking dumb. Is so what it is. Every state that he hasn't won, he's going to try and contest that he did win in that state, even though the votes say otherwise. So what he has to do is go to each of those states and contest individually that state's court system that they then choose to escalate it to the Supreme Court. And then once that all happens, then it goes to the Supreme Court. And basically, state by state, they're saying, we're not going to do it. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. It's not going to be an easy ride. He's uh, And he's, he's like already barricaded himself in the White House. Have you seen the huge fence he's had built around the White House? No. Yeah. Has he? He's had this huge, white, solid fence built around the um, exterior of the White House. And he's saying, I'm not leaving. Oh, my God. Did you see this? Uh... He's Jennifer Hudson. This... <laughs> He's Jennifer Hines and like, I'm not going. I was gonna I was gonna come in and I just thought, no. <laughs> no. Um did you see this thing? And I think it was somebody on TikTok had put turn the comment section into Donald Trump's search history. Okay. And then the comments were like, how to pronounce China? <laughs> <laughs> how to build a wall. China. Um, what is Obama's surname? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does the president do? <laughs> I'm like, you can kind of picture it. Do you know what I mean? Oh my god, totally. Yeah. What what bonkers yeah this is though. I mean, if you just look at the state of it, it's ridiculous. Well, this is a hundred percent gonna be the year when we all just got older, I feel, because between I'm so old, like, no, yeah. lockdown, uh Trump, whatever, the election. We've all just like, we've got grey hairs that we can't cover in the salons because the salons are shut. Yeah. We've got fat because we can't work out. And just the stress of like financial shit in the middle of a pandemic, plus that president. Do you know what's crazy about the election? 
is because because you know how like when you look at a certain type of news you are shown that type of news yeah so i i'm so confused because the election's really close every state i mean there was i think maybe like three states where it was a clear-cut winner other than that it's almost all just off of 50 50 off of all of them yeah Half of the American people mm-hmm. have looked at the past four years and gone, yeah, let's do four more of this. Yeah. Like, and so you wonder, like, what news are you being shown? Yeah. Like, what what yeah. are you reading? Because how do you think this is okay? And it's not to say that half of the country is racist and homophobic and, and um, xenophobic, but... It's half of the country that are looking at racism, homophobia, xenophobia and all the other things and going, well, there are things more important. than Yeah. You know, like. But also where do you not think where we I don't know if it's maybe because we follow more queer media and things like that. That's what I mean. Yeah. But we are constantly seeing like all of the damage that he's doing. And also we're just constantly seeing like, oh, this celebrity comes out in support for Biden. This person comes out support for Biden. And I'm thinking between all of these celebrities that have endorsed Biden and their millions and millions and millions of followers, yeah. how is there still half, 50% of the votes are still going to Trump? I don't get it. It's mad. It's really, really, really crazy. I just, it, I think that America is going to face such a long time divide because it's not even just politics that are politicised in America now. No. It's, it's like wearing a mask is a mm. political statement, you know, like only li- liberals wear masks and and um, and Republicans don't. It's bizarre. I pay quite close attention to all of the um, all of the stuff about Amer- the, the politics in America. I just find it bonkers that people look at him and go like, "That's my, that's the man that I want to lead a, lead the way." It's because um, because Biden will have won. Maybe by the time that this comes out, it will have all been announced as well. But um, it will have, I yeah, think, yeah. But because Biden will have won, this is only the third time um, in recent history that a president has only done one term, and it's been voted out by the opposition. Wow! So he's got like black mark after black mark after black mark by his name because he was also nearly impeached. Yeah, he. Um, you know, he led he, he led that country to destruction with the pandemic um, and all of the other fucking shit that's happened under his watch. Um, it's mad. Mad, mad, mad. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the White House, them turning the pink house. The white, oh. oh, you fucked it. <laughs> turning the White House pink. Turning the White House to a pink house. Yeah, nine, nine new electees to Congress um, that are LGBTQ+. Plus, so just honey. break that down a bit for me, is in what does that mean, Congress? Okay, so don't quote me on this, but basically it means that there are nine voices now in power within the... Within, so there are 200, they, they, sorry, there's 500 and something seats of Congress. It's kind of like our Houses of Parliament and Houses of Commons. And there are more seats for each state depending on the power that power and the size of that state. Okay. So, so some of the smaller states will have a very small amount of seats and some of the bigger ones will have more seats. Um, and basically, there are now voices that are... Um, that are instrumental in new laws and also like state legislation, there are nine new voices that are LGBTQ+, including the first ever openly trans woman of, of, um, in, the, in, in the American political system. So it's a really big year yeah. in terms of women in power, queer people in power, trans and non-binary voices, 
um there there are as soon as that big fucking what's it gets taken out of the house there are so many things to celebrate yeah there is though i did notice uh, that there's more homophobic people in the supreme court oh my god but there's there's more homophobic people everywhere yeah, you know that's true, yeah. <laughs> there's, we are outnumbered <laughs> anywhere that there's power there's there's um there's prejudice you know yeah like we're always going to be the lesser queer people are always going to be lesser in that in in their view it's just a shame really because in my opinion, we're the elite. The queers. Yeah. yeah. I, I genuinely believe I'm like, how have they got the upper hand? We've got all of the best people. Yeah, but we know why they all look like shit. Well, exactly. <laughs> because we're yeah. the hairdressers and the exactly. stylists. Wouldn't and the... have been did you see um that did you know who Pete Buttigieg is? Who? Pete Buttigieg. No. He was um in the running for president and he actually got really Oh, the Canadian guy. No, oh, no, no, Peter no, no. Boogie Boog. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, yeah, he was in the presidential um, campaign. He was campaigning to be president, and he did really well. He's not Canadian though. Oh no, that's Justin Trudeau. Yeah, he's also not gay. Oh, Um, he's got a wife. Okay, Um, but Mayor Pete, he's got a husband. Yeah, Um, yeah, Chaston. Chaston, and they were really close. How do you say his surname again? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, I don't think that's right. You can. Put a voice over and say the right pronunciation if you want. I'm pretty sure it's Pete Buttigieg. Anyway, Daddy, how do you pronounce it? Buttigieg. Buttigieg. It'd be like like a computer. (laughs) Um, I don't think America's ready for a gay leader. I don't think that it's. I think we're probably 20 years off of it. But the idea that somebody got close, it just opens more doors, doesn't it? Yeah. I want. I want to see the world where America is led by like a trans man who's in a relationship with like a sh- a tree stump, and it's just like <laughs> fucking <laughs> like lead the world, like do it. Like I want. I, I I think it's fab that we have all of these amazing. I mean, we need we need younger leaders. You know, look look who we're led by. I mean, he's on par with Donald. Like all of these voices, they're just like privileged old, old voices that don't know voices i mean even biden though biden's 74 if he does two terms in office he's gonna be in his 80s leading that country yeah but he's got like kamala harris so. oh my god she's fabulous she's amazing too. yeah yeah absolutely amazing she's so articulate her. amazing i love her yeah yeah Okay, yeah, so let's move on. Did you see that thing um, about the BBC producer? Oh, my God, yes. Who has been arrested for... He's, met, he's known as, like, the go-to guy for... For Tina. <laughs> for chemsex drugs, yeah. Oh, my God. Was it only Tina or was it the last? <laughs> well, that was Dr. Christian. I, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dr. Christian, what, what is it that we said before? Everyone in London's got his Wi-Fi password. He's going to sue us, I swear to you. <laughs> <laughs> do you blank out his name when we talk about Dustin no, Christian? No. no, I mean he does take, but everyone says it. Like every, if if we got sued, he would have to sue the entire gay community of London because we all know about Dr. Christian. Well, I feel like it was in the papers. Was it? Yeah. Oh, then fuck it. It was in the papers. He was like, got chems. <laughs> and Dr. Christian's like, yeah, I'll bring him from the surgery. <gasps> no, Did... it oh like... god. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, it's the thing that struck me was that it was his second time. Yeah, so I didn't know that it was his second time until you sent me the article today. I thought it was the first time. If it was just usage, I I probably wouldn't have an issue with it. No, but it was it was the dealing. It was yeah, and isn't he kind of linked to a murder? 
Well, this is what I'm saying. Even the dealing, it's, you know, it's slightly hypocritical to sit here and be like, lock him up after... <laughs> After we probably funded him at one point or another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After all the dealers I've paid and shagged. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think if you know, if you've been embroiled in a case where they're like, oh, somebody who took your stash is dead. What, oh, is that what it was? Someone took his stash and they died. So the, there was somebody else in the story mentioned, and I think they also were like, worked in that in the media sort of field i don't okay. know if they worked at the bbc but they were something like that and it was their boyfriend that they had an 18 year old boyfriend oh God. and he's this producer supplied the drugs to this guy he gave them to the boyfriend and the boyfriend died oh so sad there's so much gay life there's so much so many gay lives that have just been ended so Way short because, shortly. because People get lost, and London chews people up and spits them out. I swear, like it, people are either made or broken through through being in London. When you see a lot of young gay men, and they just lose themselves when they well, come to this, you do. You literally city. have like three options, and that is move back to the basic countryside town that you're from. Yeah. Go to rehab or die. Yeah. 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 Once you've gotten into it, a hundred percent you do. It's broken. So I mean, we've seen how many people over the years mm. like get chewed up by the city. Um, we were lucky. We, we were, were lucky. lucky. <laughs> we were stars. <laughs> if, if we were, if we were Leos, we'd sit here and go, "Oh, that could have been me." <laughs> <laughs> could have <been> me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what do you think? Lock him up. I I think anybody who's um. It's, it's, now this argument as well that they're arguing that you know he's he's what did they say he's I should probably put that article tonight but they're saying he's sight is affected and his hearing is affected because he's HIV positive yeah it's it's so the article says that he's um he's in prison right now waiting to face trial he's HIV positive and as a result of um of side effects that have been caused by that of having it long term he's losing his sight and his hearing and therefore that is what his um legal team is trying to use to get him out of being put in prison that's linked to um being a drug dealer and being linked to a murder um, my opinion is that we fight for equality, so he should be treated equally as to anybody else. Yeah. And I think that anybody, um, anybody, I we we know people who campaign for um, for the the end of the stigma of HIV and all of that. And I think that they will be in agreement that equality means equality. And so, if he's been drug dealing and linked to a murder, he should be treated in the same way that anybody else should. Well, a hundred percent. Yeah, you can't say like, can't pick and choose. Yeah, and also, what do you need to see and hear in prison? Nothing. Just get in your cell. <laughs> <laughs> she could hear the fucking phone ringing when somebody wanted a bag. I know. Oh God, it's awful, isn't it? It's Maybe that's really what awful. happened. Maybe he lost his sight and he just gave the boy the wrong bag, and that's why he died. I just think the the only thing that I don't like when when media coverage comes of these particular cases to oh, do they with their use cancer. HIV as an excuse to fucking attack people. Yes, and, they use HIV yeah. and they use just the fact that he's gay. Mm. Um, it's still that kind of like demonising of gay people, um, and I do, so I don't like the language that's used in the reporting of it. But I do think that he should face trial and probably just get locked up. Um, Especially for the, uh, the <laughs> lock him up. It was funny that you said about, oh, I don't like the language used in the article. Automatically in my head, I thought, 
like the Daily Mail, that kind of like <laughs> passive aggressive language. And then I thought back to when I was reported on it. Was it? Yeah. Oh, you were. What? What did you say on it? At the at the la- at the end of it, I was. The, oh, because they said that his sight had been damaged. I put the only thing this amoralistic queen can't see is the consequences of her actions. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, actually, that's a bit too far, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so he's currently in prison facing trial. I think so. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of ironic about with the whole. Oh my god, the BBC thing, and they stopped people. Like you have to tell oh. them if you're going to a pride. Um, so we we've kind of been put with with my charity. We were going to put out a statement about this because basically, imp- BBC employees have been told that they're not allowed to attend LGBTQ events, which is mad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially considering that it's media and media is staffed heavily by people that are LGBTQ. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we but we were we were advised by our legal team not to put a statement out about the BBC about it because um because of the consequences of the whole thing. But it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's so bad. I can't believe that that is like the final decision. I keep thinking it's going to be like it's mad. Yeah, it's absolutely. Could you? Uh, I'm surprised people aren't like quitting their jobs and just being like. I'm surprised that there's not more BBC employees that are revolting against it as yeah. well. And there's there's a guy that's um I've spoken to him on Instagram a few times. I think he's called Ben and he's like the LGBTQ reporter for BBC News. Um he's contacted me before about stuff and I haven't seen him speaking up about it. And I just think Oh, like, Ben in London. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen him speaking up about it. That's very true, yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to be a voice for us, then you should be a voice for us. Well, it will be a bit difficult for him to be an activist for the community in March when he's not allowed at the march. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess we'll see how this one plays out, darling. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> um oh my god, little uh we can ha- just as we're approaching the end of the episode, uh, I've got a little tea spill. Okay, tell me. <laughs> I just figured this is actually a better way to end the episode than Fuck you, the BBC. Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> also, I'm like, I better hear RuPaul speaking up about that as well. Drag Race, like, pull all the queer shows. Pull them all. Collapse the network. Um, Drag Race should never have gone to the BBC anyway. It should never have. It should have gone to Channel 4. Channel because 4. the queens that compete in it, in America, their pr- prize fund is $100,000. I know. Plus all of these other things. And because BBC is public funded, they win a badge. A badge. A badge. I would die. Like, could you imagine? So they don't win anything, really. And also, like, I pay my 20% taxes like everybody else. I'd rather give it to a drag queen. I'd rather it sit in bag of chips' fucking hands. Than Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, it should never... And as well, because... It's on BBC. It's so censored. I do think that they did a good job in the production of making it translate to the British audience. I think that that was really good. Yeah. But I think that Channel 4 could have been so much more tongue-in-cheek with it. They could have given away a huge prize. and They could have really put it on the map. Even the Canadian one's got a huge prize fund. Like every other one in the world that's happened, there's Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race Canada, Holland, and the US... They've all got 100,000, whatever their currency is. What Rapers. are we giving? A fucking badge. <laughs> but um, why does it even need to be on network television at all? Just put it on Netflix. Totally. It would have. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It would have been perfect for Netflix. Yeah. Netflix probably could have given away more money. Yeah. 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 I just think, pay them. 
pay the queens. Pay the queens. Pay the queens, honey. Pay the queens. Okay, so my little tea spill just before we go. Tell me. Um, so I've been actually been sexting with this guy. Tell me, yeah. Um, and he's a TV presenter. <gasps> oh, <laughs> someone that I, that we is like instantly recognisable. No. Oh, okay. No, but I, that's the second celebrity you've told me about in recent weeks. <laughs> I don't think you would know who he is. Okay. But I'll tell you the channel. Okay. How the fuck would I know somebody <laughs> from fucking? No, I know. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Okay. That's nice, yeah, though. But it was more of just a kudos to me. Well done, darling. <laughs> well done. Bag yourself a TV celebrity. <laughs> um, we're going to uh, finish up the episode now. Okay. But we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to show you the nudes. And we're going to record the reactions on the members podcast. Oh, my God. You've got his nudes. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> I'm so excited. So we... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to record uh, the reactions for that. And also, I'm going to play you a clip from Elite Celebrity Sex Tape. And oh. And you're going to try and guess who it is. Okay, is it a guy? Yeah. <gasps> Lovely. It's it's the actual, it's the verbalness of it. I just can't. Okay, I'm really excited. Um, yeah, so we'll be, you can, and if you want to listen to that, you can just jump on to Podbean, where uh, our members' episodes are, and that is, I think it's $3 a month, and uh, all the people that subscribe to that are paying the host, so pay your host. Tip your local queens. <laughs> Tip your host, yeah. We're also on Cash App now. Oh, we are on Cash we App. We are on Cash App, yeah. yeah. I still don't really know how to use it, but I have set up the account. Okay. And uh, the same way, like, do you know what I mean? If you've had a laugh today, if we've picked you up a little bit, then... Yeah, yeah um, and as well, the pandemic's really taking an effect on me and my lip fillers are really starting to wear down. <laughs> so if you'd like to donate to my lip fillers, then please cash up us some money. Yeah, yeah. and all the uh, tips go to the host. So any tips for this episode would go... Just to you, Danny. Oh, <laughs> lovely time. Like oh, thank you all in advance for all the hundreds and hundreds of pounds. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and if you want to follow us on social media and get involved in the conversation, together we are at Cocktails Confessions and at Cocktails Cocktalk, which is where I'll be posting on the stories. Danny. Oh, I'm just Danny St. James on anything. I'm just Danny I'm just Danny St. I'm just Danny I'm just Danny St. James on everything. Danny with one N. And a Y. An I. No, an, an I. I. Yeah, with an I. <laughs> and I'm Anthony Gillet, like the body warmer. <laughs> Anthony Gillet. <laughs> I'm actually uh, really excited to play you this clip. Oh, fabulous. Oh, I'm so excited to play you this clip. <laughs>